Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. My name is Whitney McDonald and I'm the deputy editor of Bank Automation News. I'm joined by Shane Klosser, head of industry of financial services at Yext, which is a digital experience software provider. He discussed how banks can enhance customer experience through search and how this trend will impact the financial industry throughout Q4 and into 2023. Absolutely. So, um, you know, what we've really seen with COVID is it's accelerated everybody's you know, digital plans um, that usually was like a three-year plan, <laughs> pretty much happened in three to six months. Um, we've seen customers' um, behavior change. So they have different expectations. A lot of those came from these consumer expectations where they're engaged in everyday consumerism. Um, you know, we think of Amazon, Amazon and Google. Um, the kind of some of those big trends is what you were alluding to is obviously this touchless experience. Um, you know, they, they now expect more choice when within their financial services relationships. Uh, that includes being able to, you know, transact, sign up for bill pay, um, make a lot of these transactions that previously were required to go into the bank with the physical experience. There was a lot of requirements for, for instance, when I was signing up for a mortgage to sign a lot of paperwork and, you know, do a close on that and then I'll move to e-closing. Um, and, you know, um, the ability to be able to kind of select how they want to engage, whether that is, you know, online banking, not talking to a financial professional or something like, you know, a Zoom format where they can sign up the video conferences and engage with, say, a financial advisor, talk about what's going on in the market, where they should put their money, kind of risk appetite they have. Now, of course, we know that clients want this digital experience. So how can banks keep up with this trend of implementing the right digital processes that clients are expecting now? So I think, first of all, it's the website used to be the center of the world for their digital strategy. Um, And, you know, a lot of our clients used to kind of exclusively focus on um, redesigning their website. Uh, Maybe there's a lot of mergers and acquisitions that have certainly happened over the last two years, um, you know, different capabilities that they're now providing. So we think even simple capabilities like, are you open right now? What are your hours of operation? Do you have, you know, a drive up ATM? Um, you know, quick check deposits for the features that exist. And so a, a lot of times these banks were just starting out with some of the, trying to keep up with some of the basic information, but it was hard enough to keep this information up to date on their website. And then we start to imagine, you know, Facebook, Google, you know, Amazon Alexa voice networks. Um, so there's literally hundreds of places that they're trying to keep up with all this information about branches and all of the financial professionals they had. And um, they were really struggling with that. And COVID kind of pushed them over the wall, right, over a cliff a little bit around this because those experiences became absolutely quintessential. Uh, for reaching out to the community. And there's a lot of things that were happening, whether it was retail experiences or this, you know, small, medium business experiences, like the PPP loans that were happening, uh, where, you know, uh, a lot of these digital experiences had never had that kind of scale and adoption before. And we saw it in a lot of the news where there were things crashing, like call center queue times were like two hours and and a lot of times they, you know, crashed at an eventual uh, at a certain point, and um, they didn't have enough people to be able to staff call centers. And so 
there was a lot of problems that were exposed and some obviously financial services organizations were really caught flat foot flat footed around this um so whitney one of the things that we've seen is uh there's been a lot of algorithm changes specifically with google um so you can think about 80 percent of consumers are using search to go to a lot of these branch websites and uh, one of those algorithm updates is vicinity and the other one is called the helpful update and ultimately what you know what their focus has been is how do they um, how do they bring relevant content to consumers that consumers care about and some of the best practices that organizations can think about uh, to make sure that their content is discoverable is reviews. So reviews and reputation management has become a very critical topic in the industry. For instance, uh, wealth management previously, uh, because of the testimonial rule, was not allowed to engage in reviews. That changed November 4th. So that's just a you know, few weeks ago. Um, and so that's a really new precedence in the industry. Um, there are some regulatory needs that you have to adhere to but retail banking, insurance, um, mortgage, all these other industries uh, have been leveraging reviews. And we've seen that having those four or five star reviews can improve your search ranking by 45%. Uh, we also see that it's, so it's an important trust signal for algorithms is like what we'd like to say. Uh, but we've also seen at the same time, those four or five star reviews, you get a 16% improvement in calls. Um, as well as an 18% improvement in clicks to your website. So it's an important trust signal for consumers too. So um, things to think about is how financial services organizations can really start to understand that and leverage these reputation management as trust signals and um, authority um, in the market for their branches, for their ATMs, for their um, financial professionals and for their products. Um, so that they can make sure that they're obviously um, creating, reducing as much friction as possible for consumers being able to interact with them. Now, if we can talk a little bit about where Yext fits into this equation of allowing banks to keep up with the client expectation on the digital side, maybe explain a little bit of Yext's offerings and then what banks can do to leverage those offerings. Yeah, be glad to. So um, we provide what's called the answers platform, and there's a few things that we do. Um, I'll talk about them as use cases. So number one, uh, how to, you know, financial services and banks allow all their information to be updated. So we think of when they go to Google and they search for, is there a bank near me or what are the hours of operation? Or I'd like to talk to a mortgage loan officer that speaks Spanish. Um, so that information, you know, a lot of times it's on their website, but they really struggle to go to those 200 play, plus places to make sure all that information is updated. So that's one thing that Yex helps with. You can go in Yex. We have all the regulatory approvals. Um, that information goes through your workflow. So, you know, the people that need to kind of sign off on that um, can. And then that is distributed out to all these 250 places that we main, maintain relationships with. So we have APIs into Google, Facebook, Microsoft Bing. Um, so that's kind of one use case. Uh, the second use case is reviews have become extremely important uh, to be able to monitor those reviews, what people are saying, um, to be able to ask for reviews and to be able to respond to those reviews. 
Um, so we've seen that right now, first of all, from a search engine perspective, people with four or five star reviews have a 45% improvement in search. Um, and you know, a lot of times by asking for those reviews, you can increase your review rating by 1.1 stars. So we provide a lot of those fill, like capabilities to manage that at scale. Um, not only about the kind of branch, but also ATMs, financial professionals, products, and um, you know, quite a bit other. So the, the third thing that we're doing is uh, what we call pages. And so we think of all these digital experiences that are in mobile apps, that are online, um, to be able to kind of power that um, digital front door. So like we like to say the digital front door is a new front door. Um, and there's lots of different kind of intents that consumers have around what they're looking for. Um, to, and so, and lastly, um, that takes us to search. And so we see that 80% you know, of customers are going to search before they get to your a website. Um, they're looking for more of a conversational UI, um, something that they can, you know, like if I asked a simple question, what is the elevation of Mount Everest? I'd like to get my direct answer, first of all, without clicking a bunch of blue links. Then I'd like to see maybe a picture of Mount Everest. Maybe I'd see other questions that people typically have ask after they get that first question and provide me different options to engage. And that's really what we do with our search experiences. Um, so we're seeing like uh, First Citizens this is a great example of that. If anybody wants to go to that, then you'll see search right in the middle of the homepage. Um, and they're doing a lot of things around search personalization, et cetera, too. So, um, yeah, the, so we think of site search, we think of um, the authenticated customer portal search, we think of what we call workplace, which is uh, financial professionals and the workforce is using search as they try to answer a lot of the questions that consumers have or transactions. So we kind of provide all those use cases. Okay. Um, now I know you gave one example of a bank that's leveraging the YEX technology. Um, would you mind sharing a little bit more about your network of who you serve? Yeah, certainly. So we have um, 750 financial services clients around the globe, nine out of 10 of the largest nationals out there, um, all the wirehouses, um, lots of non-banks, um, especially in mortgage, um, and, and down to the very small financial services like credit unions that might have, you know, three to five different branches um, and might be very focused on a certain city. Um, so quite a diversity within our client base and within the, that client base, we see, you know, various different operating models. So I always like to call it the high touch, like low touch, no touch model. So, you know, we would think of an online digital bank um, you know, think of some of the largest ones out there that don't have any branches and financial professionals in market um, to um, in like wealth management is looking at like a lot of, um, you know, robo advisor models uh, for really going after that mass affluent market. Then we start to get to more of a higher all the way to a high touch model, which is, you know, branches with financial professionals, local on market, where they're really building those those local relationships and understanding clients needs and you know, working within their communities. Okay. Now, speaking of the clients that you serve and the financial institutions you work with, wondering if you can give us a little bit of insight as to what they are asking for or needing or seeing for 2023 as far as digital capabilities, what their clients are asking for, what's kind of on the horizon for those digital needs. 
Yeah. I think um, historically, a lot of these organizations would, you know, do some research around their customers and their needs. And we'd often call that in the industry primary research. Um, and they would develop their personas and, you know, they would kind of design their digital experiences around these, um, you know, these six to seven personas that you would typically have in market. So one might be like, you know, higher earner, not rich yet. Maybe somebody is graduated, graduated from medical school, um, you know, or, or starting their career as an attorney. Um, or in technology um, to an experienced family and somebody who's, you know, a little bit older in life and, um, you know, maybe has kids that are about to go to college. So um, what a lot of these organizations have done in the past is kind of design those experiences, as I've said, but I think right now is using technology to really unlock these digital experiences that um, and complex interactions that many consumers have. So a good example of that is if I would go to a website and I would say, how do I save for my kids' college education? Um, not a whole lot of websites would be able to support that well, or, hey, what products are available for college education? Well, it's a 529 plan. Uh, clients don't know to be able to ask for that. They don't know this financial services jargon that exists. Um, and so, that's one of the things that Yax is really kind of helping with um, really kind of powering search so they can ask questions any way they want and they can uh, a lot of the marketing teams and digital teams can start to see in this one market we're seeing all these questions that we've never been asked before and we have no content for that uh, maybe a good example of that would be like hey I want to find a financial professional that speaks a certain language like Mandarin or Spanish and they might have those financial professionals in market. They just know people are going to ask that question so they get zero results. That's something with, you know, natural language, processing and natural language understanding that you can now, uh, first of all, find that out that people are having all these questions. You reach out to your bankers and say, hey, who speaks this language? Update that information and start to be able to actually provide those answers. Um, so really kind of being a little bit more data driven has been a huge topic within the industry. Um, thinking about how they can even use digital to help with um, help marketers, um, digital teams, and specifically a lot of these um, bankers be able to scale. So in some markets, we've seen a financial advisor has maybe say 250 clients, right? So when we look at kind of high net worth, that's that's kind of your average. Um, in this new world order, we've seen a lot of um, financial services firms say, well, great. Um, we would like you to be able to manage more clients. Right? So maybe it's a thousand, maybe it's even 2000. Uh, the only way they're going to be able to do that is leveraging technology to help them um, understand these insights uh, about their first of all clients. Like maybe some of the clients have um, taken a position on a market and something happened in that market. And the, out of those 2000 clients, which are the 50 that um, this change in the market will affect? Uh, what kind of content should I send them? Um, how do we provide that even better in our online website? So when they um, go to our website and they ask this question, uh, maybe it's after hours, they can provide, um, you know, they can have that self-service and get that, that need met. So providing a lot of clients choice has been very important. Um, being able to kind of help financial professional scale um, and, you know, providing some of these high touches 
you know, high, high digital touches at scale has, has been another um, important topic. Um, you know, the intelligence that, that these systems now have that were not possible previously to. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Thank you for your time and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news.